Hello, lovely friends. We are back to our regular setup, uh, 11 p.m. nightcap. I apologize. I mean, I guess I apologize for yesterday's, uh, I'm going to adjust this light a little bit, I think. I don't know if that's better or worse. <clears throat> um, apologize yesterday for not being around and, uh, doing the gaming thing, but. If you missed that, it's because I don't have any cousin. Howdy, Black Cat. How you doing? Black Cat, I'm going to pour a drink just for you. Let's get some cap. Oh, let me adjust this. Let's get some cap ASMR. Yeah, do you like that sound? I know you've been craving them. All right, poor Drinko. I, once again, was very tired after work and didn't work out, but I'm going to do it after this podcast. So whoever we raid, just know that while they're playing games or doing whatever they're doing, I'm getting hot and sweaty. Oh, The pouring is better. Yeah, I mean, that water sound is kind of a nice... It's even better if you have some ice in the glass and you hear that little hollow, like, Sound. King Dinosaur 69, how you doing, Mr. Drinkity? Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, it's uh, continuing on with the, I don't know, I, I guess, too, maybe I'm just fucking tired or something lately, but um, today was just a, just another, like, wasn't bad, it was just a long day at work. Well, actually, I guess one part of it was kind of bad but went better than I thought it was going to go. But like, I just have this, this guy who's kind of like a manager now and he's just not making smart decisions. Like it's just, so, um, that's not so great. So I think we're going to, I'm going to get rid of that one. Uh, I need to look on this. There we go. Okay. So the topic that we're going to talk about, uh, later today is what's a fun fact that nobody asked for? <laughs> some of them, some of them are actually pretty amusing. So we'll read some of those out loud and get the thoughts of what everybody in chat thinks about that. So here's a cheers to all of you in the meantime. Mm. Delicious. The more I drink this J&B, the more I like it. it um, it's doing it for me. And for a relatively, I'll say, inexpensive brand of scotch, I, I've been digging this. I'm not going to say it's eclipsed my love of mellow corn, but uh, it's up there. I think the one thing that I wasn't necessarily used to is that it's only 40% alcohol. Which is probably good, because drinking 100 fucking 100 proof shit every night is probably not so great. But how are all of the rest of you doing? How was your Wednesday? We are over the hump of the week, and before you know it, we'll be into the weekend. Um, I prepared today for my upcoming move... Uh, I went 
and submitted the gas company and electric company shut off. So I need to email my landlord tomorrow and tell her, hey, um, you know, the days I have those uh, uh, getting shut off for, that's going to be your responsibility after that day. Um, thankfully, I don't have to worry about water bill because she still paid that and I would just reimburse uh, her that. So, um, you know, the last, oh, and I submitted my, uh, submitted a change of address as well, which I feel like was, uh, was, you know, that's just good stuff to get out of the way. So just don't have to worry about it later. So at least then when I get there, like the only thing they're really going to do is just worry about like vehicle shit, uh, going to get my, you know, resubmitting my driver's license, uh, you know, getting the, the voter registration change. The voter registration change is so weird. When you submit your change of address, okay, there's a second screen or whatever, and they have this, like, third-party affiliate service that you can do your, like, voter registration or whatever through. Like, you read it, and you're like, yeah, but this submits it to a place that's then going to, like, send you offers and all this shit. I don't fucking want none of that. No. No, thank you. I don't want any of your horse shit. I don't, like... King Dinosaur says, uh, tell that to Charles Bukowski. The j and I'm gonna tell it to McCready, if he's still around. Yeah, I hate doing all that shit, too. Like, I, I just, I, I'm, I hate the busy work, paperwork shit. But can't... Can I just have somebody that gets that done for me? <laughs> but... I'm gonna have to do it again in a year, but at least at least at that point it'll be easier and whatever, so oh well. Cheers. Let's go into the Colorado website. It must be different in the state. Well, you can you can you can do the voter registration thing there, but I'm not a resident there yet. So I can't do that yet. Like, if you do it through the change of address thing, it goes then into effect on the day you do your change of address. But I'm not there yet. So I can't do that. So I imagine once I get there and go to the Secretary of State or whatever, uh, I imagine I can probably get all that shit sorted. But it's just... Pain in the ass. Just a pain in the ass. But oh well. That's the uh, price of doing business, I guess. I um, I ordered another pack of those uh, blue moving bags. So I think now I have like 12 of them. That should be, that should be good. There's no way I'm going to fill those up, I don't think. Um, and I think the cargo hitch thing that I bought for the back of my truck, I think... Um, I'm probably just going to leave that behind and just sell it because I don't think I need it. I don't think I really want to buy the cage and have that thing back there because I think I can just fit everything in the fucking cab. So, yeah, I'm getting uh, anxious, nervous for that. Like, just need it to happen. It's one of those, like, the excitement and anxiety gets amplified for, like, every passing day. It's like I hate the waiting. I want to just do it. Want to just do it and get there. Because it's like even stuff like 
oh, threw you back out or whatever. It's like, okay, at least once I'm there, I'm there though. And I can go like do having something like that happen right before you leave is the worst. So I'm like, You can fit the passes when each bag. 6 a.m. morning from Latvia, Meow the Cat says. And here's what he says in his characteristic voice. I'm sleepy as heck, but still need to fix some settings and play wait for with a friend. So yeah, have a fancy cigar. No! I mean, have fun, so you're going to meet Stabby McStab face, and support look is now on. Uh, yeah, that's me out the cat. I uh, hope your new computer goes good, uh, goes well. Um, you know, like, setting up a new computer is, like, both exciting and can also just be the biggest pain in the ass. Or she could just be, like, and it's all the stuff from the other thing just fucking works yeah this just settings and the configuration all that shit you would have thought that there would have been a better syncing process with that by now but they never get it right never i don't care what operating system you use or whatever it never quite fucking works never quite fucking works yeah Maybe that all goes all the way back to, oh, who's ever going to need more than 640k RAM? Like, oh, let's make this thing called the registry and all this bullshit. And you have the Max with like, oh, well, you can just drag and drop things into different folders. Oh, that's cool, because then I can, uh, do you realize that uh, this is an old school thing? I don't know. I doubt this still works or you can still do this this way. But people used to tout that, wow, Macs are so much better because there's no registry and, like, the applications are just in a folder, blah, blah, blah. And so people would go to, like, a Sears, and when nobody was looking, they'd put a flash drive in there, and they'd drag and drop, like, software into the flash drive, and then they could take it home and just drag and drop it over and use it. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking computers, man. I'm fucking tired of them. Fucking dog shit. But Meow the Cat, I hope you were doing well otherwise. I hope you're not boiling to death in... Uh, is Latvia getting heat with that heat wave too? I know UK people are like boiling, but like... Hey man, every now and then, weather happens. Like it's a fucking thing, you know? He sent you a letter... You got a paper letter. You, there's no way. Also, not that I disagree with your, or dispute your hatred with Bill Gates, but he doesn't have anything to do with Microsoft anymore. <laughs> so, if you got a letter from him talking about that, that's clearly horseshit, because he has nothing to do with them at all anymore. <laughs> your Mac friends are so insufferable. They are. They're... A step above the insufferability of Linux people. Um, but anyway, I'm going to show you a thing, and you're only going to see this once. Maybe. 
I've gone through as a super sweaty bastard various types of hats and anti-sweating this and that and the other. And I will tell you right now, by far the best are the classic terry cloth style tennis headbands. Like, these are the fucking best. Like, you pull it down a little bit in the back, you have it slightly higher in the front so that the sweat runs away from your head. Like, you can fuck it. How did you know this was coming? Look at those neon colors. Uh, but these are, like, the best. Um, and, like, yeah, okay, it may eventually get full of sweat, but, like, you give it one squeeze out, and then it's hours of sweating. I've tried all the other, like, wicking cooling ones, and, like, I have a cooling one, and it's not... It's not bad. It's pretty decent, but it does not do well when you get totally full of fucking sweat. These are the best, and you can get these in like three packs, relatively cheap. Um, they're amazing. And look, I've had people before. Okay, I have a shaved head, but that's because my hair sucks. And this isn't even necessarily going bald. I mean, of course, my hairline has receded as I've gotten older. But my hair just sucks. And I'm just a shaved head guy now. But I love long hair, okay? I want to tell you right now, sure, you're free to do whatever the fuck you want. But I love long hair on women. And often what you hear is that, well, it's hot and it's sweaty and it's hard to take care of and this and that and the other. I'm like, I had long hair. It was fucking easier when I had long hair to take care of than when I was bald. I don't care. That's my fucking opinion. And what I will say is that if you're having trouble, especially when you're doing work and stuff outside, you don't necessarily need to tie it back into a ponytail. If you get a band like this and use it to push your hair up and back, like, not only does this keep your hair out of your face, but also keeps you from sweating, and you have a built-in neck protector so that your neck doesn't get fucking sunburned like mine did the other day. <laughs> Woo-wee! So yeah, I love these headbands. These headbands are the fucking best. Sometimes the old ways are still the best ways, I guess. Um, and what was funny about this... Because I always thought, oh, those probably don't work very well. They look like they're heavy and hot and whatever. And I was at a Dunham's. And they had like a discount table. And they had a like terry cloth, just like this sort of headband, in a box that had some tennis guy on the front. And I swear to God, it looked like it was from the fucking 70s. And it was marked down to like 40 cents. I'm like, okay, I have to get that. That's too fucking funny. Now, granted, it was disintegrating a little bit, but I'll be damned if I was like, this headband is fucking awesome. I gotta readjust my color. Like, this headband is fucking awesome. Uh, I don't know if it was John John McEnroe. It was some old flouncy looking dude. Hold on, I gotta turn this off and on. Boop. Boop. Why is it all like warm now? This webcam 
is gonna make me fucking flip my shit. All right, I don't care. I look like a tomato. Who gives a fuck? But I was like, this headband is the best ever. So I fucking went online and ordered them. Like they're they're they're, they're the best. Like I have the one do rag style one. What I like about that is if you get it wet, it does cool your head. But if you're going to be sweating a lot, like working out or working outside, these ones, they're they're, they're the fucking goat. They're amazing. Fucking amazing. Now, if you're having problems in the crotchular region, these, for my money, are the best underwear. Ex-officio give-and-go briefs. Um... I have had this pair, I'm telling you, for, I think, almost two years, three years. The stitching hasn't shown any signs of wear. There's nothing wrong with it. You can see that, see how you can sort of sort of see my face through it? It's like a breathable mesh. So these actually breathe pretty well. Uh, they give you a fair amount of support. And they don't get that weird polyester smell like a lot of synthetic underwear do. These, now I, during the day, go commando. I don't wear any underwear. If that's too TMI, oh well. But when I'm doing work outside or I'm going to work out, these are all I wear. They're they're incredible. Um, And hiking and all that stuff, uh... They are spectacular for the price. They're a little on the expensive side, but they last. Um, And I used to be on sort of a traveler's backpacking, whatever kind of forum. And those are highly regarded in that sense uh, as being, you know, very good. Like you wear them for multiple days even and they won't smell. This color balance is driving me nuts. Is that going to fix it? No. Piece of shit. Maybe if I do this move. You can see the dust motes falling in the background. And no, it's not cockroach poop. Maybe I should just do it like this. I'll do the rest of the podcast like this. It's like I'm in some fucking interrogation room. (laughs) Whoa! The angel of light. More like the angel of sweat. But, um, so there's two quick little products for you. Uh, I like those, like I say, for the money. We've talked about, like, I hate clothes shopping. So when I find stuff like that, that's like, no, you know what? This is just the stuff. I would love to have a nice big variety wardrobe, but I'm just going to keep getting the same stuff that I know just is comfortable and works and isn't like a bazillion dollars or whatever. Um, I wonder too, if if I can do this, uh, hmm. no way. I need to go here. Uh, watch this move. This might fuck shit up, so if it does, I apologize. But I'm I'm now I'm now in it to win it. So if I go here and I look at this dude and 
doesn't have the ability to do this. You've got the filters. You've got the removal policy. Uh, install requested. Interesting. Okay, well, I can't get to it from there. Although, I wonder... No, can't do it from there. Oh, well. I guess I'm just going to be strangely purple. I'm Mr. Purple today. So, getting the move stuff started. This weekend is a busy weekend for me coming up. Uh... Keep me in your thoughts for the workday tomorrow because there's a, the possibility of being brutal. But uh, I'm going, going for drinks after work. And then Friday, uh, after working out in the evening, there is on the Reels station, uh, they're bringing back that show that used to be called Live PD, except I, I can't remember what it's called now. And it starts at 9 and I think goes for three hours or something. And look, even if you don't like the police, what I will say is what is interesting about watching that show is just hearing the procedure and some of the mistakes people make either when they are doing something they're not supposed to or whatever. Um, it's kind of like cops live for like three hours. So I think I'm going to put that on and take some drugs and fucking play video games for a whole bunch of hours. Because this is another just, I feel like this week is just exhausting. I don't know why. I, I think it's just the anxiety and everything of this upcoming move. And just, like, I hate juggling all these appointments. I had one appointment to call. They had to move that. So they had to call and reschedule a different one. And then she's like, we don't have that day. I'm like, can you check for cancellations? And she's like, I, I just hate that shit. I hate having to do that shit. It's just so fucking annoying. Yeah, sometimes you just got to chill. Like, I just need I need time to chill. Yeah, it's hot here. It's 93 degrees. Um, and it's very humid because it was supposed to rain, but it just, like, old man pee-pee dribbled. So right now outside, the humidity is 54%. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, we were supposed to get nice big thunder showers, but it just dribbled peed for a little while, and that was it. And then tomorrow, it's going to be basically the same. It's going to be 90 degrees, and then 90 degrees Friday, and then 90 degrees Saturday. And then Sunday, they're calling for thunderstorms. But again, who knows if we'll actually get that or not. Um, but yeah, they're calling for, at least tomorrow, a little bit less humidity. Only 37%. Uh, but then Sunday, it's going to be like 60 but like it's it's so humid here. It's just it's granted it's not like Florida humidity, but I really hate it. Like I need my dry, please. Um and then like yeah, every time it's like climate change like go look at go look at historical weather patterns. You wanna you wanna look at I should do this someday. I, f well, I feel like I'm getting more purple by the minute. Why will this not white balance? It's just bonkers i know maybe if i i'm gonna try this move if i do this okay that's regular light now what if i go back to there or that 
Uh, it's a little better, maybe. Doing that stuff in the heat makes it, well, yeah, it's because it's exhausting. You're, like, you're, it's like running your air conditioning 24 hours a day. Uh, and like you say, for me, especially when it's humid, it's like, now you're just wet. <laughs> just wet and sticky, like, I can't stand that feeling. Ugh. Yeah, it gets hot in the summer and cold in the winter. If you go back and you look at, I read this uh, book. Uh, I wish I remembered what the name of it was, but it was about caravans and fur trappers and all that stuff. And it was about uh, like weather incidents that happened, you know, like early and recorded. I'll say recorded history, but like, you know, they had this one period that they called the White Death because this like flash blizzard came through and it was so cold and there was so much snow that like wagon trainers died in their wagons. Like they found just families like frozen to death and dead in like wagons. And like, it's funny to me when people say climate change, like, but like it, Okay, there's temp there's weather, but like it it gets hot sometimes, it gets cold sometimes. It's not just a complete steady increase in like I'm not gonna get into all that, but man, heat waves and cold fronts and cold snaps, that shit's been happening forever. Like, you forget about that. I remember when my mother had cancer, when she first got cancer, you know, they, they had always waffled about air conditioning and there was sort of a heat wave that was coming through. And that was just brutal for her. I remember we basically just hung out in my parents' basement for almost like a week. And that's when, uh, I think rather than either going on vacation or doing something else, uh, my parents decided that they were going to get central air. So, I mean, dude, it's just, it happens now and then. If the power went down, people live without AC, they'd freak. I always think about the pioneers. Dude, I mean, like, but also... I agree with you, Black Cat, but, like, a lot of those people died. <laughs> like, they, some of them were super badass, sure, whatever, but, like, a lot of them died. <laughs> like, that kills you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Al Gore said the ice caps would be gone by now. Also, his wife sucks. Wasp rules! Wasp is pretty good. I'm not talking about white. Wait, what is it? White Anglo-Saxon Protestants? I'm talking about the band. Uh, but yeah, like, we'll have to do that sometime. About, like, horror stories of weather. Um, you know, it's in, as I'm reading some of these things, like, you know, the people in the UK were like, oh, you know, we don't, it's so much worse for us here because, you know, our homes aren't meant to withstand that. I'm like, yeah, you, you have like, you have like the Michigan problem. In that sense, you know, in Michigan, you can't build your house to accommodate necessarily for just extreme heat because then when the winter comes and it's negative 20, that doesn't work. You also can't necessarily just design your house for negative 20 degree weather because then when it gets hot, you roast to death. It's just, uh, we live under the giant sky 
dome. Like, it's going to happen. You've got climate and weather, so that's why I'm moving. <laughs> I'd rather just be like, yeah, it's hot here, but it's kind of always hot here. Eh, at least it's not humid. You still have to worry about, well, is the winter going to snow or are we going to have a warm winter or a cold winter? Or is it going to snow in the summer and ruin your summer plans and you bought a boat, but you can't take your boat out because it's raining and stormy all the time? Oh, and then in the winter, you were going to go skiing, but it was a warm winter and we really didn't get any snow. So everything's just poop, brown, mud, cruddy. It's that unpredictability of that like all the time that just is, gets on my nerves, you know? I mean, it's like here. It was hot enough today where it's like, I went for a walk after work. I went for a little bit of a walk, and I got home, and I basically took a whore bath. But, I mean, other than that, it was so hot during the day, you're not going to go outside and do anything anyway. So, pfft. eh. All right, podcast folks, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into some other silly stuff. <laughs> So, we have uh, some facts here, and this is from a post, so I'm going to read some of these. Uh, These are fun facts that nobody asked for. Between 1913 and 1914, Sigmund Freud, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Emperor Franz Josef, Archduke Franz Ferdinand and Leon Trotsky lived in Vienna within four kilometers of each other. Talk about a sitcom idea. <laughs> Franz, Franz, Frude, and the Fuhrer with special guests, Comrade Joseph and Comrade Leon. <laughs> that's, that's quite the, uh, that's quite the Friends episode right there. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be a Friends episode so, so much, but that, that would be something. That would definitely be something. Imagine them coming into your restaurant. Oh, God. You'd be like, I tell you what, you're all just going to get water because I'm not going to serve any. F- <laughs> you get water uh, and maybe like just a carrot or something. I don't know. Um, this next person says, baby kittens and puppies can't urinate and defecate on their own. Their mothers lick their genitals and anuses to prompt them to do so and then also cleans it up. Most people don't know this if they happen to be taking care of an orphaned young kitten or puppy, so this ends up being a cause of death for a lot of them. If you ever take care of an orphaned kitten or puppy or know someone who is, you must use a damp paper towel or wash rag to wipe their bottoms until they urinate or defecate. The more you know. Huh, I didn't... (laughs) This guy comments, I thought you were about me to tell me to lick its genitals. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
Black Cat, I wonder if that's the same with uh, middle-aged biker guys. I, I don't know if you want to try that out, though. That could get you into some really hot water. Come here, same freaking poo-poo. Let's chase him around with a fucking paper towel. Get away from me, crazy bitch! <laughs> They're all afraid of you then at that point. Uh-oh! She's here again. Come here! The Wipester. <laughs> this one says, German submarine U-215 sank during World War II. Didn't decompress, though. It still sealed on the bottom of the ocean with 49 people inside. I've always wondered what went down in there. And this person says, that's oddly terrifying. I feel like that's the starting premise to a horror movie. Ugh. She now lies 270 feet beneath the surface of the Atlantic, 150 nautical miles off the coast of New England and south of Nova Scotia in Canadian territorial waters. Four of her five vertical tubes are still, still sealed the hatches are still sealed with the remains of 49 German sailors entombed within. Dude, that's fucking scary. Oh, God. That's a nightmare. I, no submarines for me, please. No thank you. Uh, Black, Black Cat's voice acting is annoying. No! <laughs> you had your earbuds out and heard it in the hallway, so screechy. That... <clears throat> Here's a history lesson on the black cat's voice. When I do the black cat's voice, I do that voice. Okay. But then I was told that she's actually very soft spoken in real life. See, really, it's better like this. I mean, come here, you didn't see it bad. Same for you, kid. Same for you, kid, little mipe. <laughs> it's not your natural voice. I've heard it before. It's nothing of the sorts. <laughs> This next comment says, Lake Superior does not give up her dead. The waters of Lake Superior are so cold that the bodies and the majority of stuff from shipwrecks are still preserved. The Great Lakes are basically just giant ship graveyards. The Big Lake holds the record for the highest freshwater wave ever recorded at 29 feet. Uh, it's believed the waves reached over 30 feet during the infamous storm that sank the Edmund Fitzgerald. It is also said that these waves are much more brutal than taller ocean waves as the ocean waves are rollers and the lake waves are crested and closer in succession, like AM frequency versus FM. Lake Superior average water temperature currently is about 42 degrees, while air temperatures range between 60 and 80. The Keweenaw Peninsula, whose only flaws daring to stick straight out into Lake Superior, has had annual snowfall totals over 355 inches, almost 30 feet of snow. It is not uncommon for folks up there to have snow piled up to their second-story windows. Holy shit. Have you ever seen the movie Below? Oh, yeah. It's very creepy. That movie is fucking spooky. I'm going to just go with a big nope on submarines. Like... Yeah. Ugh. 
This person says, elephants can purr like cats. What? Huh. Uh, greater stick nest rats, an Australian native rodent, glue its nests together using urine, which dries like cement. Oh, what the fuck is in that? <laughs> God, that's like, what if you, if you had that problem and you wet the bed, you'd like cement yourself to the bed. You wouldn't be able to get up. You'd be. Oh man, old think of like old person homes. Or like if you were depend, like if you had on a pair of those, that would be really brutal. You'd be like encrusted in your own diaper. It's like super glue it's like peeing super semen. Yucky. Uh this next person says in 1939, February 14th, a German battleship was launched and sank with only 118 of the 2,200 crew members surviving. Among them was a black and white cat named Oscar, which was found floating on a board and was picked up from the water by a British ship. On October 27th, 1941, that ship sank to the west of Gibraltar, and Oscar was found clinging to a piece of plank and was later brought to the shore establishment of Gibraltar. When British officers learned what had happened, they nicknamed him Unsinkable Sam. After that, he was adopted by the crew of the HMS Ark Royal, and in 1941, on November 14th, a torpedo hit the ship. Sam was again found clinging to a piece of plank and was described as angry but unharmed. By this time, it was enough for the poor cat and remained its days on land hunting mice in Gibraltar and then being transferred to the UK where he lived his final days. So the next person then comments, The story isn't about an unsinkable cat. It's about how English naval officers sank their own ships by putting an evil cursed cat on board. Right? It's fairly obvious the cat was sinking the boats. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I love cats, but if, if you're at that point, it'd be like, I don't necessarily know if you want to bring this cat aboard. That, eh. Reverend Master says it's like instant drying wank towels. Uh, hey, can you bring the hammer and chisel? Why? I'm stuck to the bed again. Let's see. Dragonflies suck water up their butts and shoot it out like jets when they get tired. Maybe they wouldn't be so tired if they didn't haul around all that water on their butt. <laughs> As someone who suffers both from chronic diarrhea and anemia-induced tiredness, I've never felt a comment more in my life. <laughs> hmm... It's like, <laughs> it's like Spider-Man shot it out of the rear. <laughs> if you combine that with the cement rodent, you'd have a potent weapon. Before he became president, Abraham Lincoln was an elite wrestling champion. In 300 matches, he lost only one. 
Yeah, apparently he, apparently he like loved it. He loved kicking ass. He was like some giant gangly looking dude. Uh, let's see. There was a Finnish soldier named Aimo Koivunen who got separated from his unit. He had no food or weapons, and to avoid dying, took enough methamphetamine for 30 men. During his insane drug binge, he skied about 250 miles, passed over a landmine and survived, and caught and ate a bird raw. That's just a few details. I recommend actually reading about this absolute legend yourself. Oh my god. I gotta read up on this dude. <laughs> You sure that's not King Dinosaur? <laughs> oh my god, and he looks like a psycho. <laughs> I took I took enough methamphetamines for thirty men. <laughs> Oh, shit, I gotta read this. Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna read this here instead of the other facts. Uh, he was a Finnish soldier assigned to a ski patrol on April 20th of 1944. Three days into their mission, on March 18th, the group was attacked and surrounded by Soviet forces. Uh, he became fatigued after skiing for a long distance but could not stop. He was a sole carrier of Army-issued Pervitin or methamphetamine, a stimulant used to remain awake. He took them all and had a short burst of energy, but then entered into a state of delirious delirium and lost consciousness. He remembers waking up the following morning, separated from his patrol and having no supplies. In the following days, he escaped Soviet forces once again, was injured by a landmine, which also set fire to a nearby Russian camp, and laid in a ditch for a week waiting for help. Having skied more than 248 miles, he was found and admitted to a nearby hospital where his heart rate was measured at 200 beats per minute, triple the average human heartbeat. And he weighed only 94 pounds. In the week he was gone, he subsisted only on pine buds and a single Serbian jay that he caught and ate raw. He ended up surviving and died peacefully at the age of 71. Yeah, dude. <laughs> With feathers in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, every now and then, I was like, you know, you go to the doctor and like, oh, you're hurt. I'm like, dude, do you hear about this Finnish dude who took a basket of fucking meth? Hopefully, I'll be all right. Um, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Alexander the Great, Mussolini, Napoleon, Julius Caesar, and Hitler allegedly suffered from ilurophobia, the fear of cats. 
Should I get up and conquer Central Asia today? No, Mr. Buttons is sleeping on my arm. See? Makes me feel better that I love cats. There's a forest that is 107 acres, but made up of only one tree. Thousands of aspens that share a single root system. Dude, that's crazy. What? It recently got surpassed in sheer size by recently discovered mutant seagrass off the coast of Australia. It covers 200 square kilometers. What the fuck? Technically has been surpassed twice. Once by the seagrass, the second by A. Ostiae, the white button mushroom. The mycelium spreads across a good 2,400 acres. What the fuck? You heard the conversation he was having with Fruit? Was that why he was in the diner with Franz Franz and Yosef? Dude, Fungus is crazy. The, one of my favorite books is called The Fungus. I love that book. Louie Louie was the number two hit in 1963 for the Kingsmen. The vocals were so garbled and slurred, rumors spread that the lyrics were dirty. The FBI investigated the song on suspicion of violating obscenity laws. After two years, they decided the lyrics were unintelligible at any speed. Somehow, they missed the drummer yelling, fuck, at 54 seconds. <laughs> Which, it's true. If you listen to it, they, they do. You can hear them say it. Um, I'm going to post that here. I can't play that on stream, because if I do, I know I will instantly get a copyright strike. But there it is. Skip to 54 seconds, and you can hear the guy yell, fuck. Uh, the man who killed John Wilkes Booth cut off his own testicles with scissors. He did it before because he was hyper-religious and passed a prostitute on the street and felt tempted. Uh, the fact that his brain probably looked like Swiss cheese after years of mercury exposure probably did not help. Ew. Now here's a weird one. You can smell your own lungs. Your brain just filters it out. Stem cell transplant patients can taste and smell their donor's blood cells during the infusion. They actually taste the preservative, which is still equally neat. We have to give them hard candy because it's a pretty intense taste. Oh. Bunny Milk, who uh, is the artist formerly known as Bunny Milk, uh, says, Afternoon, how's the day going? Well, it's... In 10 minutes, the day will be over, but thank you so much. Um, by the way, Bunny Milk um, does a lot of uh, artistic drawings, uh, anime characters, uh, sort of cartoon, um, sort of uh, new school style. And absolutely, the, the skill and detail and shading and coloring, even from just two or three years ago, your skill has grown so much. Uh, I know maybe you don't think so, or but if you don't, you should. Um, absolutely phenomenal skill. Um, you really have improved, and I hope you just continue to explore and make art. 
Uh, it's spectacular. It's really, really fucking good. Black Cat says, I can smell the inside of my nostrils sometimes. Well, yeah, I get that too. When my nose is super plugged up, after it's plugged up for a while and then clears, it's like you can smell your nose. It's disgusting. Like it smells so bad. <laughs> fucking yuck. You're welcome, sir. It's the truth. Really, really fucking good, man. Leonardo da Vinci was the first person to correctly conclude that human erection is caused by blood. Before him, everybody thought that it was air and that a strong breeze could cause an erection. People used to think that they were powered by air rather than blood. Interesting. Oh, my nose smells gross. It smells like, uh, it smells like musty foot, ball sack, mold. It's disgusting. The world's largest tire producer, by total number of tires made, is Lego. Hmm. So what have I been up to? Well, bunny milk, other than working my job, which is slowly eroding my soul, and talking to these lovely people, which is one of my favorite things in life, uh, I'm moving, uh, a long ways away. I'm moving all the way, uh, about to the other side of the country. So I'm preparing to uproot my life and more or less start over. So here's to a bald, broken pile of shit who's leaving his whole life behind and basically moving somewhere else and seeing how that goes. So yeah, I'm a little nervous and scared and whatever, but oh well. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, no, to Arizona. I'm moving to Phoenix, Arizona. I'll be in uh, northeast Phoenix. So, moving from Michigan to Arizona. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Bunny Milk. I appreciate that. You know, yeah, it's like the hot zone, but like, today, we were like 7 degrees behind them, and they had... 6% humidity, and we had 54% humidity. So it's fucking worse here. <laughs> uh. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm also looking forward to being able to just uh, uh, fucking ride my motorcycle all year. I'm legally required to play Arizona by the Scorpions at least once a day. I tell you what, I'm going to, I'll play it once a day, but also what I'm going to do is I'm going to call you and I'm going to leave that for you as a fucking voicemail message every day. So, Mr. Smartass. <laughs> and every now and then people are like, they won't think I'll do it until I'm doing it. And they're like, okay, can you please stop? I'm like, I've got the will, man. <laughs> Oh, Riverman Street Eat, but I fucking hate the Eagles, man. What in God's name are you blathering about? I'm just saying, so, some things have come to light, man. And the situation has, you know, it's evolved in the thing. In Starship Troopers, by the way, the actors agreed to do the co-ed shower scene only if the director got naked with them, and he did. Fucking Paul Verhoeven, what a madman. That guy's awesome. Uh, 
Uh, let's read a couple other. The average human head will pop off with three full turns. What in the fuck? Ground cinnamon is technically sawdust. Cinnamon trees are native to, to Sri Lanka. Much, if not most, of the cinnamon consumed in the West is actually derived from Chinese cinnamon trees, which are native to southern China. Technically, it is still real cinnamon since it comes from plants in the same genus, but many enjoy nitpicking the distinction. King Dinosaur? I don't know, maybe it was Steven Seagal. It could have been Steven Seagal. Uh, it's like, I like Springsteen, or what, however you stupid, wait, hate? You like or hate? I don't know. I'm confused. Alright. <laughs> um. Oh my god, fire smells different depending on how far from the flame your face is. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, here's a good one. On April 8th, 1942, a detachment of Polish soldiers deployed to Iran by the Allies bought a bear cub from an Iranian boy. In August, the bear was given to the 22nd Artillery Supply Company and named Wojciech by the soldiers. They fed him condensed milk, honey, fruit, and beer which ended up being his favorite drink. He also picked up smoking and enjoyed wrestling with his human friends and bunking in on cold nights. When the Polish Corps was redeployed in Italy to fight alongside the British, the Brits wouldn't transport mere mascots, so Wojciech was formally enrolled in the Polish army as a private. During the brutal battle of Monto of I'm sorry, of Monte Cassino, no, that's wrong. During the brutal battle this is hard to pronounce. <laughs> the brutal battle of Monte Cassino, Private Wojtek helped keep the guns firing by hauling boxes of ammo, each containing four 25-pound shells. The crates normally took four men to haul. For his bravery and service in battle, Wojtek was promoted to corporal, and his visage became the emblem of the 22nd Artillery Supply Company. After the war, the 22nd was sent to Scotland before being demobilized, at which point Wojciech was given to the Edinburgh Zoo, where he was often visited by Polish soldiers until his death in 1963. That is the story of Corporal Wojciech, the Polish artillery bear. It's a pretty good bear. King Dinosaur, I knew you would love that. If you want to look this up, uh, just... Here's a snippet of this. So if you want to look that up, because I know you love bears, uh, there you go. You can read about the Polish artillery bear. When Haiti was fighting the French in a civil war, the French sent some Polish to deal with them. And when the Polish saw how the slaves were treated... The Polish joined the Haitians in the revolution. <laughs> fucking Poles. I love the fucking Polish. Fucking here's to the Polish. So fucking good.
Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Here's another one. A trapper caught a mama bear in Winnipeg, Canada, and the baby was there. He got the baby and sold it to a Canadian soldier. The soldier took it to his base, and everyone loved the bear. They trained the bear, and it was great for morale. But they had to go to World War I, so they gave the bear to the London Zoo. The zoo saw that the bear was good with everyone, including kids. Kids could play with and even ride the bear. The kids made many memories with this increasingly popular bear. One of those kids was Christopher Robin. His father saw Christopher Robin playing with the bear and named the bear at the zoo. Since the soldier found the bear in Winnipeg, he shortened the name to Winnie. That's right, you know the bear is the classic children's story, Winnie the Pooh. Christopher Robin was Christopher Robin Milne, son of author A.A. A. Milne, who wrote the Winnie the Pooh books. Where did the Pooh come from? When Christopher Robin would get goose down feathers on him, he would excitedly blow them away with a poo poo. His father thought it was adorable and so added the poo after Winnie. Correction. The bear cub was from White River, Ontario, not Winnipeg. Harry Colborne purchased the bear cub for $20 and named it Winnipeg, Winnie for short, after his hometown in Canada. Colborne was originally from Birmingham, England. On December 9th, 1914, Colborne donated Winnie to the London Zoo. So, there you go. There's some facts that nobody really asked for, uh, but are pretty fun. Um, there's a whole, there's a, like, there's hundreds and hundreds of these. So I feel like at some point uh, I'm going to have to go through maybe more of these. i got to remember that that's the last one. Uh, we'll go through, we'll go through some more of these, I think, again, next time. Uh, we're just looking for whatever, you know. Um, but I'm going to drop this in my little link bucket that we then, when we start off next time, we won't, uh, we won't have any repeats. So I'm going to drop this over here in my little link bag. Okay, we'll continue with those again some other time. I feel like that was kind of fun. Uh, it's a little bit of a discussion point. And of course, in true lounge fashion, we have all of our ridiculous comments and all that sort of shit. So I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much. Black Cat's Poppy, King Dinosaur 69, Meow the Cat, Reverend Master 88, and Bunny Milk for all stopping in and participating in the chat I hope you enjoyed the stories and the comments, and thank you so much for your support by just joining us here for an 11 p.m. nightcap. Let's finish our drinks. And as we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. And we will see you again tomorrow for the last of this week's nightcaps. Good night.